through some lessons. A producer said to me, excuse me, but I thought you were going to have hard trouble finding enough things to talk about in the area of listening. Oh, it seems like there's something more I can add to the subject all the time. And some of them have been really practical. Some of them are repetitive in mm -hmm. some ways because we want to remind you that listening is not easy for any of us. Okay. Yes, there are some people who are more um, willing to be quiet because they're more quiet souls, more quiet thinkers. So they appear to be better listeners than those of us like myself who talk a lot. But listening is hard for all of us. Sometimes it's downright painful. And why is listening so hard? Well, as I said, some of it's not our nature. And for those of us who are impatient, ding, 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 action-oriented, ding, 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 fix it, get things done kind of people, ding, 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 ding. And after all, we know what's right, so stop talking about this and go off and do what I should tell you to do. Now, that sounds so brass and so uh, pushy and so presumptuous. I pause for a moment and think, haven't you been there with someone? And I think the someones that I'm most likely to be there with are someone who keeps doing the same thing, not changing and talking about the same thing going wrong. I think for me, that's probably the hardest person, the person who comes to me and tells me yet again, a difficulty that he or she is engaged in and that feels like a broken record. I've heard that before and the record is scratched and it's nearly worn out and I feel worn out. Well, I know God listens to us in much different ways than our capacity will endure, but I think there are some things that might help you, okay? And some of them we've sort of talked about um, around the last few months. So, four little things. Hit the pause button. Whatever works for you, do it. My latest tactic is trying to just breathe in and slow down so I can hear what someone's saying. Just breathe in. I try not to do that so the person who's speaking sees me taking a deep breath and hears me inhale and exhale while they go on talking about something that I find trivial or uninteresting, you can put a lot of words to it. And that's not an insult to you. It's all right. You, you have your feelings. You have your thoughts. You know what you want to listen to more than another. I have a really close friend. And I've known her for five or six decades. Oh, oh there's, I'm telling you how old I am. You all know how old I am. That's not a surprise. And um, I... I can see it in her face. Like, it's like a buildup. 
And I go, okay, that's the end of that story. I've told all of the details that she can barely manage. She's just not interested in the details. Me, I want you to tell me what color was the frosting on the cake and did it and what, and there, were there sprinkles? And yes, I want to know all the details. So it's knowing one another. It's knowing your colleagues, your relatives, your neighbors, your friends. Are they talking about a new pair of shoes? Are they talking about their life? Are they talking about their home? Are they talking about the same thing they talk about too much? So hit the pause button. And pause long enough to listen to what they have to say and then let them recognize that you are calm and listening to them and you value them. And secondly, Turn the volume down on the voices in your head so you can hear their voice. There are a lot of voices that start up in my head that are not necessary when there's a human being in my space talking to me. Um, and I, the voices are sometimes like, why are you telling me this? Or this is not appropriate. Or I know that. Or you've already told me that before. Or if it's having to do with a political issue or a religious issue or a controversial subject. We certainly have so many of those subjects these days. As I grew up, a young adult, there were two things you did not talk about. One was religion and the other was politics. Just that's what we were told. The list right now is quite long. They're not just two things, but we need to be careful with what we say. We also need to be careful with what we're thinking. Uh, we mentioned this the last time we were together about judging. Don't put your judging mind on. Just turn the volume down on the voices in your head that have already pre-concluded, drawn a conclusion, come to completion, uh, this poor friend of yours has just started. <laughs> Thirdly, Listen to understand and not to fix a reply. And we've talked about this before, but let me say it again. It, it, it's not so much stopping the fixing as listening for understanding. Why is this person saying what they're saying? A senior attorney at a leadership retreat focused on improving communication proudly stated, I listen to my peers all the time so I can point out how they get things wrong. Her peers winced. They want to be understood, not corrected. We all want to be understood and not corrected. And it's not until we are understood that you have any opportunity for any kind of suggestion, much less correction. I think the notion of correcting anybody or fixing anybody should be abolished to begin with. Like, just don't do it. Don't think about it. Don't hope to do it. Don't pretend you're going to get it done. Don't look for an opening to pounce on someone. Just don't do it. If somebody wants or needs correction, they'll call you. They'll ask you. And if they don't, then move on. Okay? So listen, just not just not to fix but to understand what they're saying. And I, I can tell you so many times where I've applied that. And the opening salvo makes me want to 
you know, put my hands on my forehead and say, oh, no, here we go again. And now I'm practicing, I'm listening to that to understand. And there's discernment. Okay, that's a big multisyllabic word. And aha, oh, I understand now why that connects to that and why he or she is saying that. Suddenly, the listening is much easier for me because I have some understanding, some discernment, some recognition. Uh, and, and the last thing I would add about listening for understanding is just remember, whatever someone is saying to you that you wish you weren't listening to, hmm, you've said something just like it on a different subject to someone who listened to you. So pass it on. And then lastly, listen with a purpose. Focus on the why or their emotions uh, behind the words that they're talking. Do they just need to air it? I have so many times fixed my own problem by saying it aloud to my husband or to a close friend. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then it's over instead of keeping it inside. So what are the fears hidden beneath them? Are they afraid that they'll be unsuccessful? Are they afraid they won't be welcomed or received? Or that they're behind in a skill set that everybody else has? Or they've been left out of something? So listen to try to figure out what the purpose of their conversation is. Develop your listening muscle takes patience and practice and discipline. It takes time to listen deeply, but what you learn and the relationship you build may save you more in time and in relationship and in goodwill in the long run. I love people who have been willing over the years to listen to me. I, I know that they have heard some of my story repeatedly and I bless them for taking time to let me say what I've needed to say and in that saying process I've been able to hear myself and hear what God is saying to me through it. Welcome listeners. Listen with an understanding heart and look for ways that you can encourage the person who is talking even if they talk too much. <laughs> I'm Donna Otto, this is Modern Homemakers, and we're talking about listening in this season of life, listening for learning and love. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of hearing someone in your world.